You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Natalie Cutler-Welsh here. You're listening to the Up Your Brave show on Reality Check Radio. And my next guest is far, far away. Uh, But I feel so close because I love this topic so much. I'm going to be talking to, well, we're going to be talking to Simon Antonovich on the topic of the awakening, raising human consciousness, and the double perspective. Welcome, Simon. Thank you. Thanks, Nat. Hi, guys. So good to have you here. I know it's late night for you. It's, well, early morning. It's not that early, but it feels early for me. I don't usually start work (laughs) until 10 (laughs) o'clock. Um, for those of you that don't know Simon, I'm going to give you a little bit of bio from her. Simon guides beautiful, awakening souls going through massive transformation during a challenging yet hugely empowering time on our planet and within the cosmic landscape. Known as a trailblazer by her peers and clients alike, Simon approaches her awakening teachings, multidimensional energy healing, and intuitive coaching work with a bird's eye view perspective and practical grounded spiritual guidance. She's hugely passionate about truth and empowerment and solutions to transform lives. Simone is a certified holistic healer and coach, awakening life coach, theta healer, master's educated journalist, and rehab Pilates and somatic bodywork practitioner. She runs multiple healing and coaching programs for a wide array of international clients. And in 2021, she wrote her signature ebook, The Awakening, A Greater Perspective for Eager Souls Seeking Answers. That's how we met. I remember, maybe it was five mm. or six years ago, uh, we connected, I don't know, on Facebook, and I we were messaging about your ebook. So before we dive into The Awakening, can you give our listeners a little bit of backstory on how you got into this area? Okay, well... Um... Let's be honest, it may have started just before that ebook, possibly a year. Let's be honest, the last few years that um that we've seen a massive shift, and obviously we were brought the the pandemic by the great powers that be back in 2020. I would say it was probably a year before that that I really, or two years before that, that I really got curious about the subject. But I knew about it way back in 2012. And although long time ago when there were other predictions and, and you know, people used to talk about the awakening, Mayan calendar and all these sorts of different things that were, um, that were, that were vogue, you know, but they really came to light in the last, I would say, four to five years. And, and that's when I got curious. And when I wrote my book, I obviously was even more curious because I learned a whole lot more. I was doing a lot of research at the time we went into our first lockdown. I had already studied to be a holistic life coach and energy healer and all that. Um, And I just got really, really curious about this topic and started to study, started to watch all sorts of incredible people sharing all sorts of wisdom, really, really delved deep and then wrote the ebook. And to be fair, that was probably what really kicked it off. I know. And now, you know, it's so interesting to see because our topic is the awakening, but like so many people, at least in my world and definitely me, I was always open to this type of thinking, but the way that things have gone exponentially for so many people in terms of awakening to the awakening and their consciousness has been amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. What do we mean when we say the awakening or the great awakening? What is that? Mm. Okay. So there's, I mean, I look at it as a two um, pronged approach. I look at our personal awakening, which is our own personal awakening to 
whatever. It can be triggered by the dark night of the soul. It can be triggered by something that happens in your life that triggers a, a, a real shift, a desire to shift perspective and go into a sort of spiritual space and start to examine, you know, wounds, traumas that make you repeat patterns, what have you, and you start to awaken along your personal journey. That is just one side of things. The other, when we talk about the great awakening, this is a collective consciousness shift. So this is uh, something that is uh, sparking many people to have their personal awakening now. <laughs> it's a very challenging time to have a personal awakening, but that is what is happening. Um, and it's because what's going on is there is there are energetic frequencies that are hitting our planet. There is there we've got we're moving through a photon belt. Um, we have lots of solar flares. We have lots of strong light. We have lots of energy and frequency hitting our planet that is moving us and forcing us to come through a jump in consciousness, you could say, or a shift in consciousness. It's also being fueled by, let we call, we'll call them they, but I think most people listening to this channel will understand who I mean when we talk about they. So, um, Well, I'm going to jump the, in because some people yes. won't, and I've certainly okay. got in my life, in my world, and some people I yeah. hang around, I've got a lot of pushback or resistance or inquiry when they go, who do you mean they? What are you talking about they? And they do it very aggressively Fantastic. like that. So can we answer that question? Okay. And of course we can. Yeah. The, the aggression comes from fear. Okay. Uh, fear is where aggression comes from. It's a misunderstanding and an inability to, an inability to swallow the fact that there is uh, polarity here on planet earth. So there is light and there's dark. Okay. Um, but when that polarity gets out of balance is when we start to see out of whack activity, what's gone way out of balance. So they is a, I'm going to call it, it's a cult like group that have massive control. They behave like a cult. I'm not going to call it a cult, but they have massive control of over this planet. So of all the structures that they have created in which to rule this planet, that's an overview. I could go really deep into this topic. I don't know how how much you want me to say on that, but it's it's um it's off planet and on planet. But they use pawns as in governments, as in whoever they can, via different means of mind control, psychological, all sorts of different things that they use in order to um play out this really dark agenda. Okay, so they used to call it Agenda 21. Now it's like Agenda 2030. People may have heard of these different things. This yeah. is not and just... like World Economic Forum and World Health sure, Organization. Sure, all, all, they are all connected. So if you yeah. think any governing body, any governing body that isn't controlled by us, little humans just going about our life, which is pretty much nothing <laughs> except for what's being built now. There are alternative societies being built now in communities that are building alternative financial platforms and all sorts of different things. But everything prior to that has been controlled by this, um, yeah, this, this dark faction of beings. Let's call it that. Okay. Yeah. The DFE, so that's the dark faction of beings. Dark faction of beings. It, like if you think Star Wars, hey, they get Hollywood. It's where they tell their story. So yeah, they rule yeah. Hollywood too. So yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Okay. So the collective, the great awakening is the collective consciousness rising. And some people will awaken to that faster than others. And we were yes. just talking about how some people are like, who are they? And they have aggression. So we do feel at this time, a lot of resistance, a lot of aggression, but it is fear-based. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? 
That is correct. The reality is that why this is a twofold approach. So when I talked about the personal awakening and the collective awakening, so the personal awakening awakening is necessary in order for you to fully grasp what's going on in the collective. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do your own inner work, that's where the aggression, that's where the fear, that's where the challenge. Because when you understand that separation is the it's the art of all evil, separation, divide and conquer. It is a tool that's been used for centuries to draw humanity apart. So if you come to someone with aggression, you're automatically bringing that energy in. Whereas if you can just sit in divine neutrality and you can do your inner work so that your heart and your wounds and your traumas are clear or as clear as possible, then you're able to sit in a space where you can go, okay, so what is this person saying? Well, let me let me keep an open mind. But the way I can keep an open mind is because I have cleared through my own personal awakening, should we say. I'm moving through my own personal awakening. So that's how the two link. One offsets or supports the other and so on and so forth. They work together. Yeah. Amazing. So I just wrote down, do your inner work and you can Mm -hmm. sit in divine neutrality. And this is, a, for me at least, it's a... It's an ongoing journey, meaning sometimes I will feel quite neutral, you know, quite neutral and and allow myself to be able to observe, as Lori Ladd says, observe, observe, observe. And um, other times I'll get quite riled up. And so I I find myself falling back into that, that divide and conquer kind of vibe. Explain to me how you get divided, you get riled up because if you're getting righteously triggered, angry, triggered is the word. Triggered. That's different. You're getting triggered, which is great, which shows okay. that it shows you the spaces where you need to work on stuff. But we all get triggered. We get triggered by this stuff because we um, can see. So sometimes there's always going to be a natural frustration. You imagine how I felt. I kind of been awakened all my life in some ways, and so I see things from a bird's eye perspective. So when I see it, and I'm like. Oh, other people can't like it's like oh my god but then there's just you you come into that heart space and have compassion and you find that I guess that that compassion for humanity and that compassion for the situation it isn't easy and some people okay so we're all different soul structures right we all have soul families we all have different soul contracts coming into this earth right so in that sense we're all coming into this life with a different level of understanding already. And that's, yes. in all fairness, that's why you might get more frustrated because you're like, damn it, I have this level of understanding and you don't. But, and it is frustrating. I get it. It's okay. You know, we can, we can, we can voice that. We can, you know, as long as we're not projecting it in an unhealthy way, but if we can voice that, we can righteously have our, how anger, we have our boundaries. We have all those things that keep us safe and fantastic. You know, that's not a problem. That's a part of this journey. It can't always be smooth sailing. It's never smooth sailing. Yeah. And I agree. And, you know, even on a day to day, you know, I was talking to one of my kids and there was something with one of their friends and I said, you know, but honey, you know, we're all here for a different, for different lessons. You know, and which is kind of a different way of saying, you know, we're all on our own journey. But I feel like even like no one ever said that to me when I was a kid, you know, no. like, you know, we're all here no. for different lessons in life. No. So it, I feel like we are changing the way that we look at each other in a, in a kind of more grace and more forgiving way, if possible, because we realize we are all here for different life lessons. We are all mm-hmm. here for different journeys. Mm-hmm. Can we mm-hmm. this leads so nicely into the next part of your topic, which is mm-hmm. called the double perspective. What do you what does mm-hmm. that mean? 
Okay, right. The double perspective is we can have a perspective of the awakening or some might call it the great reset from the 3D perspective, right? So from the physical reality that we can all witness and see going on around us, you know, the structures falling, the governments and the dramas and the the things that have gone on over the, I'm not even going to say the last few years because it's been going on for eons, you know, wars, you know, all sorts of things. So anything that we can see in the 3D reality is that perspective. Okay, so when we do that in a work thing that I was talking about and focus in and focus in to focus out and all the rest of it, um, we are able to shift um, our frequency. So that's what we were working on the course, you know, raising the frequency. We are able to shift our frequency so that our perspective of what's playing out broadens. We can see the bigger picture of what's playing out. Mm -hmm. We can come to it. Some people call it coming to it from 5D. It's actually multidimensional. It goes up to about 12D, you know, and of dimensional realities and perspectives that we're able to witness the more that we do this work. That's a simple way of saying it. Um, I mean, the linear experience is that you can pretty much feel the sensation of of um, timeline shifts. You know, you might notice that when you are hanging out with someone, right? And they're like, they were cool for a while and that. And then six months down the track, something shifts in your alignment because you're kind of over here doing this stuff and this work and they stayed where they were perhaps or they went in a different direction. And it doesn't just feel like, oh, they're just no longer kind of like my buddy. It actually feels like there's a resonance um, block that you Mm. can't see each other or hear each other or, right? This is because they are focusing or they are possibly existing in a dimension that is different than yours. So they are there in their 3D reality or whatever else they're witnessing. And you're starting to you know, move and shift into these greater states of awareness and being because of the experience that you're having and the work that you're doing, right? So that's possibly the easiest way to explain. And then what happens to a person who does come into these, this other dimension, so the great awakening versus the 3D reality of the awakening, is that they can, they start to experience more bliss states, So they start to experience greater compassion. They start to experience, you know. um, Did you say bliss states? Bliss states, yes. Yes. Sovereignty, authenticity. Mm -hmm. Bliss states can come through being in meditation and through, it can come because you've tapped into an energy and then you're walking outside on the grass and you just, suddenly you're immersed and you're at one with nature and you just feel this, honestly, this almost heart racing or this, zinging in your body um it's available to us now because of what's going on on planet earth so this these states that are different in different dimensions in 3d our physical reality are available to us and they are incredible and what they do is that they we can then access from our hearts we can access different dimensions and we can live in a different way. So live with different kind of magic and a different kind of flow than the usual old humdrum sort of way that we were taught in the 3D. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I would love yeah. to hear from our listeners. What is resonating for you so far on our conversation? We're talking about the awakening, the great awakening, 
raising collective consciousness and just more recently the 3D and the 5D, do you feel like you have people in your life and you've just you're you're resonating at different frequencies and you just sometimes you just have to move on or spend time with other people? Let us know what's resonating. You can you can send a text to 2057 or email inbox at realitycheck.radio. Um, I've got a question because, you know, you and I have been doing with, with a few other amazing women, a couple of them who have been on my show, we're doing this raise your frequency course, this online course, and you recently taught your week. Um, I'd love to know, can you share with our listeners, what are some things or some other kind of areas that really resonated with the people in that group? Like, what are the things that you were surprised that people asked about, or you were surprised people didn't know about, or what really resonated? It's interesting. I don't know that I was surprised. Well, no, I was surprised. I was actually not, I was pleasantly surprised by the shift in the last few years. Mm. So if I'd had this conversation three to four years ago, when I was back living in New Zealand, we did leave in April 22. Um, I, I know that I would have, it would have fallen on many more deaf ears. Uh, they can't, they can't see it. They couldn't see it. They couldn't feel that conversation. Right now. Oh, so much positive feedback. I mean, that the first video I did, it had so many different people that uh, it gave them a sense of peace. They said, oh my gosh, the things you talked about, I mean, I had to take notes, but wow, what a, I've been feeling these things. I, you know, didn't necessarily know what I was feeling or why, but you've given me a sense of understanding and peace around, you know, what, what it is that I've been experiencing and why. It's almost like a Oh yay! Okay, so this I, I this is quite normal. Lots of people are feeling this, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I think that was probably I was surprised by uh, the feedback. Actually, I wasn't sure I'd get much at all. You know, I just thought, oh, I wonder how this topic is going to go. It's a little bit left of the center line, you know. But it's like it went and yeah, expansively. So it was um it was really cool. Yeah, I really really I also follow um, you on social mm-hmm. media and you're right some of the questions yeah. that you pose you know not yeah. everyone's ready for it but you're right more and yeah. more people because of this collective consciousness mm-hmm. rising over the past mm-hmm. few years more mm-hmm. and more people mm-hmm. are ready and they're mm-hmm. so curious and I'd say hungry mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. type of knowledge and insight mm-hmm. which you provide so what knowledge and insight can you provide for us today around um raising your frequency or like if somebody wants to for example connect to their light more or they just want to have more peace like you just mentioned what are some things they can do in their life you know basic things you know like i uh, getting out in nature is hugely important getting out in nature being bare with nature i don't mean you have to be naked i mean like getting out putting the feet in the earth putting the feet in the sand actually conversing with nature because we are nature right? We actually are nature. We're all fractals of this universe. That's all we are. We're just matter. We're just energy in the form of matter, right? And so is the so is the earth and so is the sea and everything else. So get out in nature, be with nature, take your sunglasses off. And I don't mean at 6 p.m. During the day, they've taught us not to do that. It's bad. You know, expose your skin a little bit to the sun and expose your eyes to that very important nutrient that is source, that source energy coming through for you. So the 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 planting the feet on the earth is connecting with mother. The source energy is connecting with the father. So that's hugely important. That's probably the, the most important thing I would say in a really simple free thing that people can do. The other thing you mentioned conversing with nature. Yes. Do you literally yeah. mean like talking? You can. You don't have to. You can talk in your I mean, head. I always talk to my at, animals. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, talk animal. to, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can talk to a plant in the same way that you oh, talk, I talk to an to animal. Oh, I talk to my plants too. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny in Theta in Theta Healing, we actually, we do work with plants. We can work with plants and their energies. And mm. yeah, it's, it's amazing what their frequency that they hold is very high vibrational. So yeah, be, being, being connecting. However you, I mean, you know, you can talk, you don't have to talk. Like talking is nonverbal and communication is most of it's nonverbal. So, yeah, you sure. know, um, we commune with nature. We sit with her. We touch a stone. We hold it. We yeah, feel. I do that. I'll touch feel. plants as I'm walking my dog. Yeah. 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 And we feel it in our hearts. I think the biggest thing I want to share with people is to learn how to drop into your heart. So we all operate from our brains, our minds, or our mind is supposed to be directed by our heart, not the other way around. Yeah. The heart's the portal to all that is. That's how you release everything. That's how you, I mean, I, I think it's in this point that I could talk about the Taurus field, is it? Yeah, go for it. But yeah, I want people to Google what a Taurus field is in respect to your human energy field. So Google it and put, you know, Taurus field around a human or something, and you'll see a human standing, you'll see all this energy, right? So your heart emanates, it's like a donut shape. And it'll show us a donut shape around. I'm not going to teach you how to sort of basically what you do is you spin it and you can work with the energy, but that's a different thing. That's not for today. But I wanted to explain that the heart emanates such a powerful uh, toroidal energetic field that it's like it's been scientifically measured to be able to extend out for up to five miles. So the heart's electromagnetic energy field, five miles. So it's like a magnetic field that, that is naturally around you, but you can, you can, you can practice it and you can harness it and you can make it stronger and you can control what comes in and out of that field, you know? So it's, um, it's a very important practice. I, I work with the Taurus field most days. So I sit myself inside it and I imagine I use different colors and I imagine myself as the center line with this Taurus field, just kind of spinning, you know, around me. And um, it's, it's, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah. It's a universal force thing. So that's another thing. That's probably enough for connecting to the light. So they're going to Google the Taurus field and it's T-A-U-R-U-S. T-O-R-U-S. Okay. T-O-R-U-S. Got it. Field. F-I-E-L-D. And I'll see if I've got a picture. No, we can't hold up a picture because we're on audio. So no, no, I won't do that. But you know, you did describe it so they can kind of, they know what they're looking they, for. They, they know they've landed yeah, in the right place. They can ask me. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Okay. So what, what else about the awakening and this journey and the time that we're in? Like what guidance, I know you're in Croatia and life over there, I mm. imagine is quite different than life for the mm -hmm. Kiwis over here. It is. So it is. what guidance or just wisdom or can you share with us in terms of us Kiwis, you know, having more peace or navigating through this time where, you know, we see mm. the global news and we see that there's more divide and conquer happening um, with mm -hmm. wars and stuff and, and the economy mm -hmm. and whatever, what kind of words of wisdom can you share with us you know, given your experiences and also coming from a faraway perspective in Croatia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, I, my my ancestral line is fully Croatian. So both my parents are Croatian. I was born in New Zealand. So I've always had this culture in me. Um, and the one thing that I can say that they so harness in many parts of continental Southern Europe is the ability to hold on to old traditions and simplicity. So because they, the family nucleus is so important, all those things that 
I don't know, they they might say, oh, Western people might think it's out of vogue, but this is how we live, you know, especially down in the parts that I'm in, which is Dalmatia, which is the more southern regions, you know, more, um, you know, village life, more simplicity, more growing your own vegetables. They've done it for so long. So I think that if we can, I think in places like New Zealand, Australia, Canada, where this, this agenda is being hit really hard, um, Go back to those basic natural values and disconnect from the system as much as possible without having to totally freak out about it. Like, so what if you've got a bank account? Like, it's not, it's not like you have to become like some sort of hippie living in the forest without anything. It's more just uh, learning, educate yourself on what's coming through financial systems, all those different things. Um, you know, grow your own food, you know, become a little bit self-sufficient, um, find your communities that, um, have like mind, you know, people that resonate with you, that understand you and you become a support for one another. I think, I think having a community there of awake aligned people, is everything when you're in that environment specifically you know I need it less here it's a different environment but I still have right but it's a different environment right so that's probably the things that kept me going kept me sane and kept me moving through and just keep being you know what I think I have to say is speak your truth you know there is a is they have been put New Zealanders have been pushed to be meek and um, politically correct and uh, not rock the boat. Look, rock the boat, but don't have to do it in an aggressive way. But because we've been so uh, pushed down in that respect, it does come out. You know, when you talked about that aggression before, that comes out in aggression because they've never learned how to deal with conflict in a healthy way. And just have a discussion. Like they they hear, they will yell, they'll literally hear them yelling at one. They'll be like, oh, and next minute they're like, oh, yes, okay, we're going over there to the shop. Okay, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. So it's, are they able to jump in and out of different states of emotion without mm-hmm. taking it all personally? And mm-hmm. I think that's a big, that's a big lesson. That's a big gift. You know, that's hugely important as we all go through this together, right? We're going through this together. It's not easy. Don't gang up on one another. That's so. It's so last year, yeah. yeah. Like just, just roll with it. Be with, be with one another. You know, it is, it is good. It is good, definitely good advice. And yeah, I mean, Kiwis to speak generally, that's right. Um, mm. But some of them have been loud and proud, and oh, they've yes, got, they've yes. received, but they've received so much pushback, you know. And and so I can see why a lot mm-hmm. of people would decide to not say anything. Mm. Um, and you're right, mm-hmm. also around oh, totally. people feeling, some people feeling like, am I the only one? So if you if you're in your neighborhood, you know, your your own community, and you feel like you you're almost the only one, or you don't really know a lot of other people that are awake, or maybe more truth or freedom orientated. You know, I am the go-to girl. That is my business name. You're welcome to get in touch and say, hey, Nat, I live in this area. I'm not going to, I probably won't read it out online, but I might be able to connect you with someone um, who is more freedom-minded that you can actually have a real conversation because it's so refreshing, isn't it? When you can just drop your guard and you can talk about anything. So so. send us a text 2057 if you want me to connect you with or an email um, inbox at realitycheck.radio if you want me to connect you with some other freedom-minded or people that are on this awakening journey. Um, Beautiful. Because do you feel like in Croatia, you are able to just be who you are a little bit more than? Oh yeah. Oh God. God, Yes. (laughs) Like to the point where you can be as blunt as you like and be as we can be. There is absolutely no holds barred. I don't feel any pressure to 
Oh boy, it is so extremely different. I feel no pressure to um, conform in any way. They don't like conforming. Like it's also, it's just music to my soul. This place, seriously. Like <laughs> it's it's they don't conform. Like I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to do it. Like they had one lockdown, which would technically lasted about six weeks, but didn't last six weeks because everyone did what the heck they wanted. And not, what were they going to do about it? Because everybody was in that same mo- majority of people thought that way so when the majority of people feels that way well what what do they do I mean it's so it's a really different it's really it was more surprising than I knew the way my people were I understood the mentality because I have it too but to that degree I was like wow that's that's impressive that you just kind of went nah we're gonna do this over here do you not have the the Mm. wokeism that we have over here oh, so much. No, I think this is one of the last countries that doesn't. Like, I think there's Greece. I think there's a few other, but there's a lot of wokeism in other parts of Europe, for sure, like Germany and stuff. There's lots of wokeism. But, no, there really is very minimal, like, very minimal wokeism. Like, it's not a thing. It's just not – it's not pushed. I, don't, I, I can't even explain. You'd have to live in the society for a bit or come here from – I can't imagine. Literally I see really- it – see it for, no I know you can't because it's you to see it for yourself and go oh so they're not pushing these gender things or, or they 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 lose the plot if they try to come into the parents lose the plot if they they try to drive those sorts of agendas around like oof, that sort of stuff they're quite conservative it's a catholic country so as much as yeah. they're conservative in some ways they're modern in other ways but they do not like being told how they should raise their kids or how they should you know don't teach them that you teach them what you're supposed to teach them at school they're very common sense so whereas mm. here in new zealand honestly so many people are like well mm. it's on the ministry of education website so it must be right you know, yeah, so oh here, goodness. here they don't trust the government. They've been through war. They just came out of the last war 25, 26 years ago, and they know everybody has a natural mistrust of the government. That's probably the most fundamental difference with here. I would say we have a rising mistrust, <laughs> but I Thank wouldn't you. say everybody. A rising. A rising. And, you know, yeah, yeah. And this is just, it's just in, in, it's in the DNA. There we go. It's in the DNA. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for our listeners, some people hmm. might be going, wait a minute, what is wokeism? Or I thought we were talking about being awake. So let's just make <laughs> sure we're no, no, no. Let's just make sure we're really yes. clear. So yes. for everyone listening, yes. when I say, you know, is there a lot of wokeism in Croatia? What I'm talking about is that PC in overdrive. So political correctness gone gone mm-hmm. crazy, like mm-hmm. or extreme kind of leftish views of mm-hmm. like gender fluidity and yes. um that type of thing and like, you know, having your pronouns and just which stuff that I am just not on board with at all. Um, but it's <laughs> like in New Zealand, we're really getting that stuff, you know, shoved down our mm. throat. But there's been, and you've mm. heard about um, go woke, go broke, which is when some yes. companies start using a lot of their woke stuff in their marketing and then it kind of backfires on them. So I just wanted to make sure people knew yes. that when I'm talking about woke, it is very different than being, it's the opposite pretty much of being oh, awake. Opposite of being awake. And yeah. you've got to understand that we also have um, masculine and feminine language you know, the languages in parts of Europe are masculine and feminine. So it's very hard to then say it's gender new, but their language is based around the masculine and the feminine. Right. So does that make sense? It's like like, like French to, is the same. Yeah. Like French, like Spanish. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. So, mm, yeah. Okay. Mm, so interesting. All right. So I'd love to mm. ask you about upping your brave yes. because I know you did a big, bold move. Um, literally, <laughs> what is one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? 
Okay. Well, it actually is more than a year ago, but I'm going to use it as a story. I uh, Because we left in April 22, so it's like a year and a half or whatever. Um, like six months before, it was the final, I don't even know it was the final, it was the last lockdown we witnessed. And it was, a, I think it began in August of 21. And it was the one where they really drove the hardcore Vax Pass thing. They It went out of control. It was that lockdown. Yeah. Um, I think we, I had danced with the idea and felt very torn and I am a dual citizenship holder and I've always had a love for this place. And I think when that final, it was like the final straw of so many straws for me personally to realize, not that I was wanting to run away, but that I just was really not aligned. It wasn't my, wasn't my journey anymore to be there. So mm. in six, within six months or less, we sold businesses, we sold land, we, we packed up entire house, we sold furniture, we, my sister sold her tiny house, my, it was mental. We just went hell for leather and we also had to watch the flights and see that things weren't being cancelled on that because we were technically in a border closure which actually we weren't. We're only in a border closure when it came to the the Air New Zealand and the woke airlines, let's call them, because yes. Emirates and Qatar and all these guys were flying constantly. Okay, so we, in April 22, flew out like, okay, there was a lot of panic and there was a lot of fear because we're like, oh, my God, are we going to get out? But we got out. Um, nobody needed a Vax Pass, okay? So none of us had Vax Passes, um, and we all got out on Emirates and flew our little selves away to Dubai, <laughs> not a problem during what was a entire shutdown of whatever. But it was interesting because we got to Dubai and went, oh, okay, this is how the other half lives. So it was quite, it's quite eye-opening. But that was, that was it. Like I literally, we just left and didn't know what we would really be coming to. And we came, we traveled six months anyway, eventually settled here and split. Um, but boy, it was a, it was a big, thing to do it was it was pretty full-on the way that it all came together so that's probably how I truly upped my brave in the last let's say year and a half two years <laughs> very brave yeah. and I imagine we yeah. probably have some listeners from around the world who did something similar possibly mm -hmm. to different destinations Maybe. just decided you know what I'm out or whatever, or, or, you know, the universe has a way of giving you invitations and opportunities that guide you. Like yeah. I said, not my journey. It yeah. wasn't your journey to be in New Zealand during this time. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't anymore. Mm. Yeah, it was for the time I was, and then it was time to go. And that came through different sparks during the last probably 15, 16 years that I was based there again, you know, cause I did live overseas for many years before. Um, so yeah, it just, it just led me there and I just had to follow and listen. Mm. Yeah. So interesting. Mm. I feel the same way about mm. myself. You know, my big move mm. back when I was 23 ages ago is, you know, that's mm. I came for one year and I stayed for 27 mm. and I've only been back twice. And it, but it's like Amazing. that was just my life journey. Like that is, I was meant to be here yeah. in New Zealand at this time. And we were you meant were. to live through the you earthquake were. and end up in Auckland. Like it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So I don't kind of live yeah. with any regret yeah. ever. Mm. No. no. So gosh, interesting. No. It all happens for a reason. Let's look forward then and talk about the bucket list. Is there mm -hmm. anything specific that mm -hmm. you desire to do, be, or experience in your lifetime? And if we can help you, then we will. 
I mean, on a personal level, I want to run more retreats. I want to run more gatherings where they're multi-dimensional, multi-faceted, you know, um, I'm not sure how anyone can help me, but maybe there's some collab situations there. I want to get this out more, you know, um, on a collective level, I want to spread light in a way, not like fairy light. I mean, spread truth. I want you to not add to the divide. If you could please not add to the divide and the separation and learn what it is to stay in your divine neutrality and have strong boundaries, you're contributing to this incredible collective conscious raising of consciousness. And I think that, you know, when people see you, because I find this with myself, because I do this work on myself, and then they, they feel a spark from you, or they feel a flame, you know, and when people feel that from you, and they're close to that precipice, it'll ignite them. Yeah. And then they start and then they start and it spreads and it spreads and then those flames spread and then it shifts and then it, it and then it creates a whole um, tsunami effect. So that's my five cents worth on that question. That's amazing. So if anyone does have any connections mm -hmm. or a, possibly a collaboration idea mm -hmm. uh, for retreats and also helping to mm -hmm. spread the light, get in touch with Simone. Mm -hmm. You know what, as you were saying that. You, I wrote down flame and frequency because you said something about the ignite the flame. Mm. And it made me think of that, the hat, that hit piece, um, you know, that stuff put together, which was called fire and fury, which was just an absolute hit piece oh. on the Wellington protest. But this is like yeah. a nice, you know, this right. is a positive version of like flame, yeah. like ignite your flame yeah. and raise yeah. your frequency. Yeah. Like that, there you go. You can yes. use that as a title yes. for your retreat. <laughs> yes. Yes. There we go. We'll write that and ignite your flame. I like that. Cause I, I say these things and I don't yeah. recall saying them. Well, that's what I do. I just yeah. feed it back to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how can people Love connect it. with you if they are keen, you know, to learn more about their own, uh, going from 3D to 5D? I mean, some people will go, I want to be more awakened. Mm -hmm. I'm getting mm -hmm. impatient. I don't know. Like, I know a little mm -hmm. bit, but how do I, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. if someone wants to learn more, I know you've got some courses and programs and all sorts. Mm -hmm. How can they get in touch? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I I have a, uh, a new course that I am... I'm actually going to take live at the beginning of December and that is called my awakening um, mystery mentorship course. It's a long name, but that is an extension of what um, some of the work I did in the raise, Fre raise your frequency course with, with your, with our group um, that. Mm -hmm. So really getting stuck into some of these teachings, bifurcation, you know, understanding what, you know, what the dark night of the soul is and the personal awakening, all these sort of juicy things. That is a four module course. Um, and I'm doing an offer on that actually until the end of November for 33 euros. So that's a pretty, mm. pretty decent value. That's, that's the offer price before it goes up. So that's about, I don't know, 60 New Zealand dollars, if that. Um, how else can people connect with me? I run other programs and different workshops. I'm running, starting to run some retreats in Croatia. So if you're holidaying over here, um, you know, pop on over. Um, I can be found at www.awakenwithsimon. So awaken with and then S-I-M-O-N-E.com. And then I can, I'm also very busy. I could say my Facebook, which is just my name, Simone yep. Antonovich, but I'm very busy on Instagram. That's where I do a lot of my speaking and promote. So if you want to learn more about what I talk about, that's the place to go. And that tag is awaken underscore with underscore Simone. That's probably nice. it. Yeah. I think that it's definitely good for people to follow you on Instagram. They're going to learn so much, yeah. but the, the yeah. doing that course 
uh, mm. four weeks and super affordable. So that's an online mm. course that they can do with you. It Amazing. is an online course and they get a worksheet. They get other little bits and pieces with that. It's, um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a goodie. Lots of videos, lots of videos. There's, there's, there's a few activations and meditations in it that they can do. So I take them through some of the stuff that I just talked about with you today. Yeah. I actually take them through the process of that. So they know how to do it. Um, all sorts of things like that. And it's a really good, it's a really good foundation. You know, um, I found that some of the people that have read my book are going, my ebook are going on to do the course as well, because that's, um, yeah, it was like a foundation for where we're going next. They can also find your ebook on the the website. Of course, absolutely. It's um, a whopping nine euros um, for my ebook and it is on my website just under the page ebook. It's pretty basic, easy to find. Anything else you want to mention that's coming up for you in the next six months, you know, whether that's, you know, travel plans or anything else in your business that we should be aware of? In the next six months, I'll be doing, like I said, I've already probably said it, I'm doing, I'm starting to do some retreats here with some different, you know, people um, that I know. Um, There's different things like that. There's different, uh, I'm going back into doing some Pilates-based rehab work with a chiropractor who's Canadian and lives mm. here. That's helping. That's coming in January. Uh, no huge travel plans. Christmas will be spent up in Zagreb because it's beautiful and snowy and stunning and it has beautiful Christmas markets. And, yeah, but, I mean, I think that's really, like I'm just kind of really driving this business, really building out the programs. Um, just I'm just on a, a steep hill upwards, really. So, so yeah, you're yeah. you're doing so much cool. to support people because mm-hmm. this is such a pivotal time. Like we discussed, the awakening. It is. People it do is. need they do need support for this. So thank you they so much. They do need support. They need support from someone who is genuine. I'm genuine. I know my thing. I'm I'm not selling airs and graces and dreams. I, I'm re- I'm realistic and I come to it from a sort of a a no BS. I call myself no BS activator like perspective. <laughs> You know, it's just, this is the stuff. This is what's happening. Here's how we can work with you, blah, 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 and and so on and so forth. Okay. Before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience today on the topic of the awakening, raising human consciousness and the double perspective? You know, I think I've talked a lot about that, but I just want to remind people to learn to trust their intuition and hone their discernment. So drop into the heart, just keep dropping into the heart. Um, I really feel that that's the answer for them to be able to see see not only what's going on in the 3D and the negative, but to actually see how this is um, necessary for our human evolution from the other perspective. And when that opens up, so much magic with it. So yeah, I think that's all I want to share on that. Amazing. And my last question really for you is, are you feeling positive about the future? Like what is your Yes. Vibe? Yes. Yes. Because everything is a journey. And I mean, we're here literally a blip in time. And I feel positive because I know in myself, people like myself and you and so many others around us are doing so much incredible work and loving work. And I've got goosebumps as I say this, to raise the the consciousness of humanity and to to help mother earth and to help the cosmos transcend and you know we're transmuting a lot of dark energy right now people are doing so much work there are people doing vigils for what's going on in the middle east there is incredible incredible work going on i've actually got goosebumps hugely shivers in my body because i feel the energy of how much people are helping so i feel i know that we have way more power one person in their 
and their enlightened, evolved self has got more power than a thousand sleepers. Okay, one person, one person. So yes, I feel very positive. Amazing. Mm. So to Mm. all our listeners out there, you can have a massive (laughs) impact as well. Thank you so much, Simone, for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me, Nat. That was awesome. Great. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio.